RVers, and welcome to the 20th episode of the RV Connects podcast. We are a family of four Canadian part-time RVers who take our travel trailer all over North America and bring you the stories, tips, tricks, campground reviews, gear guides, and all of the information you need to know to go further on your road trips as weekend warriors. I'm Melina, and I am normally joined by my husband, Dan. Unfortunately, he is away, so I am flying solo. This week, we're offering another of our quick tip series, and this one is all about quick and easy RV propane tips to save you time and money. Tip number one, how to tell how full your tanks are without gadgets. So this is a tip that we use often. You can tell how full your propane tanks are in as little time as it takes to boil water. Literally, no lifting of the tanks and shaking them around and guesstimating the weight, no gadgets required, and literally all you do is boil water. So all you have to do for this hack is simply boil some water and pour it over the side of your propane tanks. And then just run your hand over the tank and you're going to feel with your hand where the tank goes from hot to cold. That's the level that your propane's at. That's it. Simple, simple, simple trick. There are gadgets and apps you can use to help determine how full your tanks are, but we tend to use the boiling water method just because it tends to fit our less is more camping philosophy. But with that being said, for those interested in going the gadget route, I'll link to some popular products on the show notes for this episode that you can check out yourself. So tip number two, know how long your tanks will last. I think answering this question is kind of like asking how many drops there are in the ocean because there's so many variables that's going to affect how long your propane will last, most importantly, what you're using it for and how often you're using it. But armed with some basic calculations, you can actually pretty accurately estimate your propane usage specific to your RV or travel trailer. So first you just need to know the size of the tank you have and how many tanks your rig is equipped with. So the two most common tank sizes are 20 and 30 pound propane tanks. And what you need to know about them is that a 20 pound tank contains about 432,000 BTU hours of propane and a 30 pound tank contains 650,000 BTU hours of propane approximately. So our trailer is equipped with two 30 pound tanks. So at full capacity, we have 1.3 million BTU hours of propane combined. And that may sound like a lot, but when you have an appliance like a furnace that is capable of pulling, you know, 30,000 or more BTU every hour, it can get eaten up pretty quick. So here's some simple approximations you can use to figure out usage specific to your rig. So the basic rule of thumb for RV furnaces is that you can expect your furnace to use about a thousand BTU hours for each linear foot of living space. So our trailer being 30 feet has a 30,000 BTU furnace. Of course, there's going to be exceptions to every rule, but that's a great rule of thumb to kind of start the calculations that you want to get going to figure out your propane usage. Now, in terms of the fridge, like a typical 10 to 12 cubic foot propane fridge, you know, with the fridge and the freezer, will only use about 1400 BTU per hour. So that is probably one of the very least on your list of energy sucking appliances. A six gallon propane water heater, which is what we have on our trailer, 
that uses anywhere from like eight to 10,000 BTU. Ours specifically uses 8,800 BTU and it takes about 45 minutes to reheat. And then finally, um, most RV stovetop burners you're going to find are around 6,500 BTU. So armed with all of that information, you can kind of guesstimate your daily usage and then figure out how many days it's going to take you to run out of propane. But the important thing to remember is that, you know, your 30,000 BTU furnace, it isn't going to be running all the time without ever shutting off. Or you may not use it at all if it's the middle of the summer. So knowing how often you expect your appliances to kind of cycle on and off is kind of key in estimating how long you go between fills. So the amount of propane you use in June is probably not going to be the the same amount that you use in August or maybe if you're going camping in October or in the winter right? Here's a moderate to extreme calculation that I made for our trailer for cooler weather where we might have all four of us showering and can expect the furnace to cycle on for about 20 minutes each hour. So basically I took the 30,000 BTU calculation for our furnace and I I just did the math to figure out, you know, in a 24 hour period, if it was running 20 minutes each hour, that worked out to about 6,000 BTU. So I'm using the 6,000 BTU calculation every hour if it's only coming on for 20 minutes that hour. I've added a full, the full 8,800 BTU for the water heater, which is, which is a lot. My 1,400 BTU calculation for the fridge. And then finally, I've made a calculation where we would be cooking on the burners for about two hours total that day. And that would be about 550 BTU hours. So all of that added up is 16,750 BTU hours. So remember, we have 30 pound tanks and each has a capacity of 650,000 BTU hours. So basically, I just took the capacity of my tank, I divided it by what I expected all of my appliances to use. And that gave me 38.8 hours per tank. So between the two tanks, if they were both full, we have 77 and a half hours of propane, which is about three and a quarter days. So keep in mind, this is kind of an extreme example, we wouldn't generally come close to using that much hot water, and the furnace would rarely run that much, but it kind of demonstrates the math. But you can use these rule of thumb measurements and sort of customize them to your own rig. And I will have all of them up on the show notes on the blog. uh, So you can have a look and make your own calculations. Now keep in mind, we didn't even go through one tank on our entire 26 day route. 66 trip back in 2018 because we had plenty of shore power when we went and it was like the hottest summer, one of the hottest summers on record. So I think, in fact, I think we're probably still working off the last dregs of that reserve tank from that trip and we're going on two years later. So in reality, your usage is probably going to be much less than what I have given you as an example, but it's it's certainly important to know. So you're not stuck with absolutely no propane at the most inopportune times. Which brings us to tip number three, which are some really easy ways that you can reduce your propane usage. Obviously, use your electric water heater if so equipped. So we have an electric water heater and we have a propane water heater. And if we are hooked up to shore power, we just automatically use the electric water heater. If you don't have shore power, only turn on the propane water heater shortly before you want to use it and then turn off that switch when you're done to kind of preserve the constant recycling and reheating of the tank when you're not using the water. Or you can just go old school and heat your water over the fire or on your propane burner or on a separate camp stove for washing dishes, washing your face, things like that. Because remember, you know, even a propane burner is going to use less 
than the amount it takes to heat your water heater back up. So again, for cooking, use a separate camp stove, barbecue, or the good old fire pit. We use that all the time to do our cooking. And I would say in any given weekend, we're maybe we use the actual propane burners that come with our trailer, maybe 20 minutes, like not even at all. Like if we need to heat up something extra, we've got a really big dinner or lunch on the go, where we're using kind of all of the other options available to us, we might, you know, throw a pot of beans on or something. But it's certainly we make very conscious decisions to kind of cook outside of the trailer and mostly on the fire. And finally, consider maybe a small space heater if you're connected to shore power to reduce the furnace usage, which is undoubtedly the biggest energy suck for your rig. But just be sure not to leave it unattended and maybe consider running the furnace at night so you don't need to worry about, you know, kids or animals or whatnot, like, you know, knocking that space heater over and creating a fire hazard. So tip number four is knowing how colder weather affects propane. So it's important to know when the temperature outside is extremely cold, and I mean like zero or below, your BTU hourly capacity is going to be reduced by about 50% or more because the propane vapor actually shrinks with the cold. So that's something to keep in mind when the mercury dips low and you think you have a certain amount of propane, you don't. So definitely keep that in mind if you're going camping in colder weather, ensure that you're topping up those propane tanks before you hit the road. So our last tip has to do with the automatic changeover valves. So an automatic changeover valve can be a great tool to ensure you're not waking up you know, with icicles on your body because the propane went out in the middle of a cold night. However, having this convenience can cause you to overlook a really important fact that could leave you with no propane at all. Automatic changeover valves, they're they're hooked up to both tanks on two hoses. And then there's a lever in the middle that gets pointed to either the left or the right tank. And then you open up both tank valves. And basically the lever is pointed to your primary tank. And when the valve senses that that tank has been depleted, it automatically starts pulling propane propane from your reserve tank, which is fantastic. It does it in a really automated fashion and you kind of don't have to think about it. But the problem is because a lot of these valves are low tech, it can be really easy to overlook or forget that the tank has already switched over. And by the time you realize that your rig has gone cold, you've kind of depleted both tanks. So that's the reason we actually choose to manually operate our tanks, particularly if we're in a location where the propane refills can be really hard to come by or if we're boondocking or something like that. With that, said, here's my special bonus tip, which I can say to you all because Dan is not here to argue with me. And that is to make the middle of the night propane changeover easy. If and when it happens, make sure your spouse sleeps closest to the door because it's pretty much camping law and it might be marriage law. I don't know that he or she who sleeps closest to the door has to switch the propane. And that's just the law. That's just the way it is. So with that being said, it is December 17th. It is almost Christmas and we're going to actually be taking a two week podcasting break until after the holidays. But I did want to say on behalf of Dan and I, we cannot tell you how thrilled we are that you guys tune in every week to the RV Canucks. And we would love to take this moment to thank you for making our first year as podcasters a blast and interacting with us so much on social media and giving us amazing reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're really excited to continue into 2021 and we're working on some pretty exciting shows and one great big exciting road trip next year. So buckle up and get ready to ride with us. So with all of our blessings for a safe and happy holidays, even in the dumpster fire of 2020, We wish peace for you and your families, and we will see you next year. And if you wanted to give us a gift this year, 
All we ask is that you tell your camping and RV friends and family about us. We'd love to have them along for the ride, and we cannot wait to get jumping into 2021 with some great new shows. So we will see you next year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.